Hey guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College Sports Cast. I've got John Hammonds here with me tonight, and we're here to do kind of a special show, Big Fuss Game Day Pick'em Combo for Thanksgiving week. guys welcome in it's brad with college sportscast i've got hammonds with me tonight you've been watching a lot of basketball the last few days yeah quite a bit actually yeah me too man it's it's kind of a fun fun week you know leading up to thanksgiving for college mm-hmm. basketball there is I don't even know how many tournaments there are now. I, I mean, I lose count. There's probably like 15 or 20. I don't even know for sure anymore. Yeah, there's, exactly there's how probably. Many holiday tournaments there is. During I'm not real sure. I think I think there's like 15 or 16 maybe. And then you have, and you have a few right after Christmas. You have a few of those holiday tournaments right around Christmas time, which don't compel with the – to yeah, me, don't there's, there's a couple, two or three. Yeah, but they don't match up to what Feast Week brings. So, no, no, but there is a few right around Christmas as well. Um, but there is a ton going on in college basketball right now. Matter of fact, as we speak, there's a good game on, and we'll get to that. Well, um, I was actually top, watching that game, top 10 and referees. The referees are taking control of that game on both sides. Like they're not letting them play. It's it's just an ugly game. Like it, it's a high level game. You know they're playing high level basketball, but the referees are making. T- Rick Barnes has already got a technical. Like you know when Rick Barnes gets a technical, that it, it's it's not good. <laughs> like it's not it's not being called the way that they think yeah. they should be called. <clears throat> Well, to get us started off, it is Thanksgiving week, so we will not be doing a show Thursday night, uh, but this is our combo show that we're going to do, the big fuss, so we can kind of get everything in, try to cram some stuff in here. We are College Sportscast, and we're featured on Let's Let's Talk Sports, Sideline Sports, the Real Fresh Channel and WSBN TV, and presented by the Fanboys. Follow uh, at the bottom down there. You will see that we are affiliated now with uh, Homefield Apparel, and you can go and use our code CSCast for a fifteen percent discount. We'd appreciate that. You can get a good discount right now. 
So <clears throat> use our code, code CSCAST. All right. I'm going to switch up and go to news and hot topics. And, and our first thing we're going to talk about is Feast Week, man. It means a lot of stuff going on last night. You had UConn. You're kind of cutting in and out. Topped out, you know. And, and Emma? Yeah. All right. Well, we had UConn beating Texas last night, 81 to 70. 71. Did you watch any of that? Not really, no. UConn game? I watched bits and pieces. I didn't really keep an eye on it. Well, UConn. Well, they they were in a little tournament, you know, and UConn had played Indiana and beat them the night before, and Texas survived against Louisville with a Mm last-second shot. Uh, the night before and played in UConn and Texas played last night, top mm-hmm. 20 matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, UConn come out on top. You know, when they get Carter back, that's going to be one heck of a team with UConn. Yeah, yeah Castle, yeah. i seen today where Carter's probably going to be back. Is it Castle? Yeah, it's Castle, Stephen Castle. I'm sorry, I thought it was – I no, it was Castle. Castle. Yeah, it was Castle. Stephen Castle. Okay. Yep. Well, when I seen today where he's supposed to be back somewhere around December first, is what they're saying. Yeah, he. Uh, and when they he, get I him, think... what's up, Dave, Josh? Glad you guys are with us. I just think they're going to be pretty special. There's quite a few tournaments going on. Um, and, mm-hmm. and Feast Week is always uh, just filled with all kinds of good college basketball. So I'm going to dive into the Maui Invitational that's going on right now. So <clears throat> eight teams is out in, in, in Honolulu this time actually because mm-hmm. of all the wildfires that destroyed everything in Maui. They're doing this on Honolulu, still in Hawaii. Um, mm-hmm. But there's eight teams out there. Five of the mm-hmm. eight teams were in the top 11. Yeah. In the well, AP got, poll this week. Well, you got a team like Syracuse. Yeah. So, you know, they played Tennessee like, what, yesterday and they played Gonzaga today and got beat. Um we're going to have yeah. UCLA and Gonzaga playing for the fourth time in the last couple of years. Like it's, it, you know, this rivalry is something to behold. Like there's been some really good games in this game. Um, there was a good game last year in the lead eight. Um, and then they had the game in the final four a couple of years back during right. COVID where Jalen Suggs hit a three from half court, which was one of the better games of the tournament. I thought during COVID. So, um, and then we got a game tonight. We got Kansas and Marquette. Marquette has a unbelievable offense um, with Tyler Kovic and they got Jones. Um, they're, they're a really good basketball team. Shaka Smart has turned this program into a really good basketball team. And their offense is fun to watch. I mean, 
you may not realize it, but Marquette is ranked fourth in the new AP poll this week. I mean, they're they're fourth in the country. This is a top five matchup with Kansas and Marquette. Um, you know, so I mean, it's going to be a, a great game tonight. Marquette survived um, against UCLA last night in, in the late. I'm going to say, and the thing about that game, I was telling Dwayne people Wade late last night. There. What I was telling them about last night is, you know, Sebastian Castle or not Sebastian Mack, I think is his name, plays for UCLA. He had a big coming out party, but the guy that actually hit the three. He was 0 for 4 during the whole game, and then he hits a big shot to win it. Like, you, you, if you're a UCLA fan, you kind of live with that. But, you know, UCLA's got an opportunity tomorrow to, um, you know, add to their resume playing Gonzaga. Um, they beat Chaminade today, which Chaminade's not a really good team. I mean, they're just part of the – they just host the tournament. Um, I just don't – they're just – they're not on the level that these other right. teams are, but they get an opportunity to to clash with these other teams. So that's a good thing for their college and their um, athletics. So um, at the end of the day, it's a fun tournament. I like the Maui. Absolutely. Maui's a fun tournament for me. Um, even when Kentucky played in it, I loved, you know, we, we played, I think, my favorite moment, I guess, when I was a kid was the Brasso tip-in against Arizona in the championship. Yeah. Um, that was a fun game. Um, I think they played Texas the game before that. Yeah. So Kentucky's been in that tournament. They've and a lot of times when they went to that tournament, they ended up playing Arizona for some odd reason. Arizona was always in that tournament when they play. Um, Kentucky and Arizona always played in that tournament. Seemed like. So. Yeah. Back years ago, I don't know if this is still the case because Kentucky hadn't been part of these for, for a while, but years ago. You could only be in the Maui once every four years. I don't know if that's still the case or not, but I think, Arizona yeah, I think, and Kentucky yeah. was kind of in that rotation where, yeah. where they were in it kind of at the same time a lot every four well, years. Well, and I think I think one year, yeah. the year that – I'd that like to see Kentucky go back into some of the tournaments too, Josh. Well, I think the one time that Arizona was in it, I believe they was defending champions, and they beat Kentucky by like 15 or 16 points. When they had, I think they had Bibby and uh, uh, Jefferson. They they had a really good team back then. Um, which you know, Kentucky, I think I think that was one year that when they had they had Tubby Schmidt. I think Tubby was a coach in one of them years, and you know, Kentucky didn't match up to me talent level with those teams. Because I think he was just starting his um, career out with Kentucky at the time, so he had just replaced Patino. So, um, but still, it, at the day, it's still fun to play in that tournament. It gives you an opportunity to to you know build your resume and play teams early and, and get to know how your team's going to be later in the year and figuring out what you need to do to get better. And I think that helps playing in this tournament. Oh yeah, it gives you it gives you a, a blueprint basically of what you need to work on and what you need to improve on, and gives you some, a resume builder if you get if you can find a few wins out there in these tournaments. Um, you know now because you know, here's if here, you go here, out there I, and happen to get three losses in a tournament. Well, tonight 
Like, for instance, the Purdue-Tennessee game and the Kansas-Marquette, the loser of these games are still going to play each other. Like, say Tennessee loses and Marquette loses, you're still going to get Tennessee-Marquette tomorrow. You're going to get Kansas yeah. and Purdue tomorrow night. You're going to yeah, get you're some guaranteed three games. Yeah, yeah, you're guaranteed three games. So, you're going to have some high-level matchups at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. You're guaranteed three games when you go out there. Yeah, it's gonna. It's a fun, fun tournament. Um, and there is another one that starts tomorrow. And mm-hmm. it, it started up in 2011. And Kentucky's actually never played in this one because Calipari don't play in these, or he hasn't. I, I hope he changes his mind one of these days. Yeah, I would, I would really like to fun play. Tournaments to, I would really like to play in this one. Good. This one's to me. I think it might be more fun than the Maui. Yeah. To be honest, me too. Uh, Well, I really kind of – I like the Maui because, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's been, it's been around a long, long time since I was a kid. So, so uh, but this battle just, for Atlantis, kinda, it begins I tomorrow. I was just kind of want to break down the bracket um, for everybody that don't know because um, I got the bracket right here. It's North Carolina and Northern Iowa play tomorrow at noon. Um, they play the first game. Um, the second game is Villanova versus Texas Tech. That should be a fun game to watch. Villanova is going to have an improved team this year. The third game is going to be an interesting matchup. Um, Michigan and Memphis. That will be a fun matchup to watch. Memphis has um, got a good team this yep. year. And Michigan, which they did lose to Long Beach State, but they're still getting better. And then the fourth game of the night is Arkansas and Stanford. Um, Arkansas coming off a loss to um, UNC Greensboro. Um, they need to actually in this tournament, they need to prove something to me in this tournament. Um, you know, losing to UNC Greensboro the other night, they just seemed like they wasn't together. They didn't, they just seemed like they didn't want to be there, to be honest. Um, and they're going to have to step it up a notch in the battle for Atlantis because there's some really good teams. And that in was a home game. It was. And, you know, they're going to have to step it up some in this tournament because um, these good teams ain't going to take it easy on you, to be honest. Jerry Carter says, with no big man, we're, he's glad we're not in one right now. Uh, I still I still would like to have that litmus test, if you ask me. But Well, there's a lot – there's a lot of rumors is to me. on Twitter right now. The season is kind of a test. That Aaron Bradshaw is back Friday. I don't know where it's. There's there a lot is. of things floating. I don't know. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it's true or not. I've even I heard that Big Z might be cleared. I don't Friday, know. So I, I mean, don't. I, mean, I don't know if this is true or not. But I don't either. So it's one of those things where you just gotta not believe everything you read on the internet until it becomes official. So. So, you know, this battle for Atlantis, you read off the, you know, this is the same thing. You get eight teams, you're guaranteed three games. Mm-hmm. The losers play each other each time. And, and, you know, you're guaranteed three games. So, you know, you go out there and, you know, you get, three games to improve and play against some good competition. I mean, the battle for Atlantis 
is not quite as good as the Maui is this time. The Maui has five, five top 11 teams in it. Mm -hmm. And there's two ranked teams right now in the battle for Atlantis, and that's North Carolina and Arkansas. Villanova mm -hmm. was ranked last week but fell out <clears throat> after their loss to Penn. Um, yeah. But Michigan and Memphis are right on the cut of being mm -hmm. ranked as well. So, <clears throat> you know, you got – and you got um, Texas Tech in there as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a good – list and a, and a good tournament it's going to be fun to watch over the next three days starting tomorrow yes sir all right so i'm going to get to our picks and the pick six is going to be a little football <laughs> excuse me the college football playoff rankings come out just a few minutes ago, well, about an hour ago, and there was a flip-flop at the four and five position. You had mm -hmm. Washington overtaking Florida State for that four spot. The top eight remain the same outside of that. My question to you is this, and I had this issue last year. Is this because Jordan Travis got hurt? I think a lot of it is. I had this issue. I think part I of it's last year when Hendon Hooker got hurt because they dropped them below Alabama and Alabama had beat them. And I had this issue at the end of the year last year. And now Jordan Travis gets hurt. And they have moved them out of the top four. Well, Don't get me wrong. Now, I thought last week Washington should have jumped Florida State. But now that there's an injury involved, it's like, well, you know, did they do that just because of that? I think a lot of it had to do with the injury. And I think another part of it was the fact that Washington, to me, has the best resume as anybody in the country. Um, they've beaten Oregon State. They've beaten um, USC. Um, they've beaten Oregon. I mean, that's that's an impressive list that that we're talking about here. That they Utah and Utah, you know, and and they was a stretch there where it was three or four straight games of ranked opponents, and they just took care of business. And I think that has something to do with it. And I think a lot of it is the fact that Jordan Travis is out which I think they're, they're most likely going to end up um, lost train of thought. But which they're going to get to the ACC championship game, Florida State more than likely. They're already there. So I think they beat Louisville, but I don't know. It's going to, it's probably going to take Washington losing to get them back in there or somebody under under that group of three, say of Ohio State. Well, somebody I mean, Ohio State and Michigan. Lose. Ohio State and Michigan play each other this week. So one of them is going to be knocked out of the top four or five. Well, and then top what you got anyway. with that, you got the – Because they're two and three. 
Well, and then you got the Big Ten Championship, and if one of them loses there, they're not going to make it no ways either. They're going to be out of the playoffs. So, um, which I don't think Iowa's going to be able to beat either Michigan or Ohio State. Let's just be honest. With the offense yeah, that they got, either, man. not really. Let's just, let's just be fair. I Their think the winner's pretty much guaranteed to, to win that game. Yeah. I mean, it's not a guarantee, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It... Josh, I don't know, man. I hope so. I'm going to be a wait and see this weekend for me on that, that one. Yeah, it's they got to play a little better. Yeah, they. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this on the on the game since we're talking about the college football playoff rankings. So Louisville is tenth, and they're you know they're they're ten and one. Missouri is slotted right ahead of them at nine, and they have two losses, which. I don't have an issue with, but what I'm saying here is, is Louisville does have a shot at a New Year's Six Bowl. They do, for sure. <clears throat> I believe I believe Kentucky would have a chance this weekend to knock them out of a New Year's Six Bowl, unless but- they were to beat. Florida State. My biggest issue with that, though, is is where's Kentucky going to come up with the offense? You know, their offense is slower than a snail pace. They're the slowest team in college football. Um, I, I'm on, I'm just going to be straight while we're talking about this. I mean, I, I didn't say I didn't say they were, John. I'm just I'm just talking about it and saying that there is a chance that Kentucky would have. I actually believe that if Louisville was to beat us, like they're probably supposed to, I actually believe that Louisville will probably make a New Year's Six Bowl. They'll be 11-1 and one going to the ACC championship game. And whether they win or lose against Florida State, I think they'll make a New Year's Six Bowl. But like, like, but like I was saying, if they beat us, Going into the offseason, Kentucky's going to have to change their offensive philosophy. Like the up-tempo stuff, it's got to change. If they want to attract players and attract big-time talent at wide receiver, they've got to change the offense. Yeah, I agree 100%. That's, that's they got, they I don't even think that's thing. debatable, John. Like I, they, they got to. Or Stoops I don't even think that's debatable at all. They got to or Stoops ain't going to be there, I don't think. I mean, it's, just, it's ridiculous. I made a post. You know, everybody's talking about it. I mean, they we are going to be dead last, dead last in offensive plays this year in Division One football. One hundred and thirty-one. My biggest thing that I didn't like, and, and we'll go back to what we was talking about, is the fact that we didn't even try to call a timeout before halftime against South Carolina, like. I don't understand. Like, what is your – what are you trying to do? Like, I just don't yeah. agree. I don't agree with some of the moves that happened Saturday night. They just – there was a lot of messed up stuff that happened in that game, and I just – I don't know. Like, it was just 
You know, yeah. like in the punt. I mean, I agree. Not early so, in the game. You have to call a timeout when the punt team can't get people onto the field in the first drive of the game. Like, that's an issue. That's coaching. That's a problem with coaching. That's where Stoops lost the fan base. I mean, it is. Absolutely. Stoops lost the fan base when he said that. I agree. Well, let's get back to our topic here. We're, we're not really – you know, Kentucky's not in any any conversation when it comes to being, you know, top of college football. So, let's get off of Kentucky. I, I, I don't – I really I, – I didn't even put the Louisville-Kentucky game on for us to even talk about because no. I'll be honest with you, the only thing that matters in that game to me is Louisville probably has a chance to be in the top ten and finish in the top ten and get a New Year's Six Bowl. I mean, honestly. So, but here's my thing. Top, the top teams in this right now, after this coming week, you're going to have Georgia sitting at one. The winner of Michigan-Ohio State is going to be sitting at two. Mm-hmm. If Washington takes care of a business against Washington state, they'll be setting at three. Yep. You know who my guess is, is that Florida, Florida state might slide in at four and the loser of Michigan state, Ohio, I mean, Michigan, Ohio state will slide in at five. You know who that's my guess. You know who the wild card is in this? Oregon. If you ask me, it's Oregon. Well, partly Oregon, but the wild if card. Oregon, means, if Oregon can beat Oregon State at home and get to the Washington game, Oregon's Oregon definitely can get in this four if they can win out. I think they can get in. Well. The wild card for me is Alabama. Because See, I don't agree. If you got Alabama going up against the only Georgia, way Alabama gets in is if Bama beats Georgia in in the in the SEC championship in. game, they get in. If they're they getting in. Huh? I said they're getting in if they beat if Georgia. If they don't beat Georgia, no, yeah, I, that's what I'm if saying. If they beat no. Georgia, they're getting in. But if Bama beats Georgia, they're if going, they don't be beat Georgia, they're not getting in. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that Bama's if they beat Georgia, they're going to the playoff, regardless. Oh, I think they will. If they beat Georgia, they'll get in. They'll slide in on that four spot. They'll probably. slide them in there. That's and, and, that's what I'm and, saying. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if they beat Georgia. But that's a big if. I think, you know. Who? Okay. My so wild let me, let me, card, let me, really? Let me ask you I this. Mean, let me ask you this. Jerry, the, Jerry says don't forget Texas. Since we're on the big first show, let me just ask this. Are you – Alabama, to me, beyond anybody else, is the only ones that really SEC-wise that can match up with Georgia player for player, five-star, four-star talent. Am I right? 
Well, yeah. Yeah, they, they can, are. They can yeah. match up with them. But it's – can they beat them? I like Jalen Milrow. I do. But can he make can he make big plays in a big op, opportunistic game? That's I mean he's done it the last three or four weeks, but it's going to be against well, Georgia. I mean, that's a pretty big take right there, if you ask me. Oh, I, I, I'm with him though. I think they do. I think they beat Georgia. I think they're playing at a high level right now. Big take, if you ask me. Well, I know, but I, I just I think Georgia is too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And, Jerry, here's what I'm going to say about, about Texas. I really feel like Texas is going to be the odd man out. Yeah, they're going to be the odd duck out. Yeah. I just don't think the Big 12 – I don't think the Big 12 has been powerful enough this year. The Pac-12, I think, is way better than the Big 12 this year. And one of these Big Ten teams is getting in. One of the SEC teams is getting in. And if Florida State wins out, there is a high possibility that Florida State gets in over Texas as well. I'm going to say the this. only one that I think I think there are two. I think there are two. It's Oregon and Alabama at six and eight. I think they still have a shot of getting in. I think both of them do. If they went out and beat some really good teams by doing that, I think they both have a shot of getting in. Uh, here's, I really here's, think that Texas is going to be an odd man out. Here's my take about the Big 12. I think where Texas – gets left out is their loss to Oklahoma. I think them losing to Oklahoma, which Oklahoma ended up losing, what, a couple weeks, two weeks in a row. I think Oklahoma's not as good as everybody thought they was going to be. And I think yeah. that loss to Oklahoma is going to hurt Texas down the road. I just do. So – that's my take on it. So, Jerry, I'm just saying, if Bama wins out and beats Georgia, they will jump Texas. If they beat Georgia, there's just there's no way around it. They absolutely will. So that's my well, scenarios. And the I reason think Oregon and Alabama, the reason Jerry, the reason Jerry the that Alabama really have a shot. The reason Jerry that Alabama will get in over Texas with the one loss is because they are very biased to the SEC. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. They will pick the SEC over the Big 12 every single day of the week. And they will put them in. Well, even I, mean, I just don't think that the Big 12 is, is that great this year either. There's only about four or five teams that's even worth even talking about in the Big 12. And two well, or three of those that, are still kind of questionable. That's true too, Wyman. But at the same time, there's a lot of bias there with the SEC. And and yes, you're right. It's better than the Big Twelve. But they 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 tend to plug the Alabama and Georgia in those top teams more than they do anybody else. That's just the that's just the facts of life. 
Like, you know, the last three or four years, it's been all Alabama, right, Georgia, about, in the top. So, yeah. We're about 32 minutes in, so I, we're going to get to some game day pick them here. Um, and, John, you went six and three last week. I went five and four, and John Roberts went five and four. And there is our season stats for college football and college basketball last week. That's I'm not winning exactly basketball. right. I didn't change the week. I didn't change the week stats. So that's not exactly right. I went four and two, and you went three and three last week. And for the season, we've done two weeks of six games. Me and you both are six and six. So I ended up back over 500, so I'm doing good. <laughs> well, you went three and three in college basketball, and I went four and two last week. Yeah. All right, so the first game we're going to get to, we're going to start with college football. I've kind of narrowed this down because we're doing a combined show, so we're only doing six games tonight in college football. We usually do a lot more, but tonight we're going to start with Texas Tech at Texas. Texas is a 13-point favorite. Mm-hmm. And this is the game where the Big 12 commissioner opened his mouth before the season, if you guys remember. Yeah. This is, yeah. <laughs> well, and this is the if game. You remember, and if you remember last year, a Texas Tech fan pushed a Texas player plumb out of the way last year. Remember the video? There's a lot of there's a lot of hatred there in, in some ways. So yeah. um I think well, this Texas, will be their last time playing each other for a while. So I think Texas needs this game. Um, but I'm gonna say this Texas Tech ain't gonna roll over at all. Um, if you've watched most of Texas, Josh. If you've watched most of these Texas Tech and Texas games, a lot of times they've been shootouts. You know, I think last year, you know, the Aggies threw for 331 yards, but um Texas has a better defense this year. Texas really hasn't dominated nobody um, since Oklahoma except BYU. But I think Texas is the and better that's, team. That's the reason why I don't think they're – I think they're the odd men out. That's the reason why I say that. They haven't really yeah. – I mean, they've had opportunities to, like, put the, put the you know, stomp on them, and they just don't do that. Mm -hmm. In, in no, they. You know, you look. You look at the well, the Kansas State game, and the the Texas Tech or not Texas Tech, but um, TCU, where they come all T the way back. The TCU like, game. I mean, there's just been yeah. games where they just put should have yeah. put the game away in the fourth quarter, and they didn't. And but I do think right. Texas covers this spread. It's at home. It's senior night. Um, I think Texas wins this game, and I think they win big. Um, but. But I'll say this, Texas Tech won't roll over just because, you know, it's Texas. They're going to play, like with this rivalry game, they're going to play hard. Um, it's a rivalry game for a reason. 
And but at the end of the day, I just think Texas wins and they cover the spread at 13. I mean, for me, I I just I haven't seen Texas with the kill switch. Mm-hmm, and that's what bothers me the most about them. Yeah. Like they, they get up on a lot of these teams, but they just don't have that kill switch. And the only and the only and, kill switch and, they have is against BYU. You know, so BYU's not the, real good. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thirteen the thirteen points kind of bothers me a little bit, though it is at home. So I'm gonna take Texas in this one, but my logic tells me to take Texas Tech in the points, but I think I'm gonna take Texas in this one. All right, so we're gonna try to move through some of these because I got some college games to get through too. So the next one is Oregon State at Oregon. Oregon is a 13 and a half point favorite on DraftKings in this game. You know, this is possibly their last rivalry game as well with Oregon yeah. leaving going to the Big Ten. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. Man. You know, Oregon has momentum in this game. Um, Bo Nix is playing at a really high level. Um, you know, Jonathan Smith's squad is maybe is Heisman dangerous. went away. They're dangerous. Um, this Oregon State team is fun to watch. Um, this is a game that you don't want to take lightly. Um, but I'm going to go with Oregon to cover. Um, Oregon State did win this game last year um, against the Ducks. But this is a massive showdown. If Oregon wants to get to the college football playoff, they have to win this football game. They they, they just simply have to win it. They have to win this game. At the end of the day, it's just they got to win this game. They have to um, win out. They have to win this I one, think, and they have to beat Washington in the. You know what's going to be fun about what's going to be fun about this game is the line of scrimmage. Oregon State has a really good defensive front. And Oregon has a really good offensive line. Who pushes Who pushes and serves up the best, you know, strength against strength, I guess you could say. And right now, the way Bo Nix is playing, I got to ride with Bo Nix and Oregon um, to cover. Right. Um, I, I think they win this game, and it's at Oregon. It's senior night. Um, you know, I know Oregon State's a really good football team, but there's been some head scratchers with Oregon State, too. You know, they play good really well, and then they have a, a game where they don't just – they don't look really well at all either. So, um, but give me Oregon and the um, cover, so. Thirteen and a half. Yeah, it's thirteen and a half. Yeah. I mean, here's my I thing with Oregon, and I was just talking about they have a shot and they have to win out and everything else. So – if Oregon was to lose this game and Arizona handles Arizona State, Arizona, Arizona gets in the actually plays in the Pac-12 championship. That's absolutely so crazy. Oregon does not have this locked up yet. They don't, no. Oregon, Oregon is ranked sixth in the country, and they do not have their spot locked up in the Pac-12 championship. This is a Not game yet, that no. is an absolute must win for them. And, you know, 
I believe at home, the way Bo Nix has been playing and the way he has just been dissecting defenses, I'm going to go Oregon in this one, but it's an absolute must win. It is. All right, so this is the big showdown of the week, guys. Ohio State at Michigan. Michigan is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. This is this is the big one for this week. It's, um, it's, it's the big one. I don't think you can get – yeah, this is it. So um, what do you think on, on this one, John? Ooh. Oh, Michigan's won the last two. Michigan has went to the college football playoff the last two times. Ohio State did get in last year in that fourth spot. But they were undefeated and lost, I think, and got in. Uh, I mean, they are this year, too. I like Michigan at home, but – with so much going on around the program right now, you know, Jim Hall is not able to be on the side, which I think it does, matters. Does Day get some revenge? I think it's tough to play at Michigan, you know, any time. But during the game, it's even tougher. But at the end of the day, I just think Ohio State wins this one straight up. Um, there's a lot going on at the Michigan prop program right now um michigan is you know last week they struggled at times um putting i think it was maryland away um they can't they can't do the things they did last week against maryland against ohio state because they'll 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 pay for it um because ohio state's got really good receivers you know marvin harrison jr is one of the best receivers in no, the country michigan's played a lot better than that throughout the entire year I mean, well, they have. Last I, week not was saying, probably but, just one slip up. Yeah, but you can't do that a week before the big game. You got to be consistent, I think. You know, but I don't know. Yeah, sometimes you're overlooking that game before the big game. Well, you do. You know you what I mean? Do. Sometimes you're overlooking uh, that game before the big game. You know? I just. They're going to have to run the ball against Michigan to win this game, though. It's a tough uh, Michigan's, one. Pass, Michigan's pass defense is really good. Um, so, we're going to have to at least run the football and get some plays. But I, I, I'm just going – I'm going to go for Ohio State. I think I think they, they do it on the road. I think they win straight up. Um, I just think there's a lot going okay. on. with, Like I said, there's a lot going All on. All right, so you got the upset in this one. I just think it's difficult with the coach not being there. You know, I'm not saying an assistant can't take care of things, but it I, helps having I agree, but I'm taking I'm taking Michigan's defense at home. Like they have one of the best defenses in the country. They do. And with this at home, I'm gonna take Michigan. I know they've got a lot going on right now with Harbaugh and and all the sign stealing crap and stuff that's going on in court and everything else that's going on. But give me Michigan 
asking in their defense at home, especially and since you're taking Ohio State. We're going to do a little – got to be opposite on this one and see who comes really? out on top. And it's going to be really <laughs> cold Saturday. And it's going to be cold. going to have a little fun, right? It's going to be cold Saturday. So. Yeah. Hope it snows. <laughs> have a little fun. I'm telling you, you got to have a little fun. All right. Yeah. Washington State goes to Washington. Washington is a 16 and a half point favorite. Does Washington State have a chance in this one to cover 16 and a half point spread? Man. What's the what's what's the spread? What's the spread? Sixteen and a half. Oh, sixteen and a half. Sixteen and a half. Boy. <laughs> uh, I just don't think they do. I, I Washington. For me, you know, Washington has had games where they've, they've been into a lot of shootouts. You know what I mean? Um, I think they've had 63 points in five out of the seven Pac-12 games to play. And I think that's going to be the case here again. Um, Washington has got a good offense, but they're going, they're going back – or not Washington, Washington State. They're going backwards. Um, you know, when they got to win this game – to actually even get to a bowl game. So I think that's a lot to play for too. But this being in Washington, yeah. um, you know, like I like I've said, Washington is on collision course for the Pac-12 championship and possibly going to the college football playoff. And I just think there's too much at stake for Washington in this game for them to slip up and not pay attention to a struggling Washington team, Washington State team. Um, give me give me Washington. But I'm going to take Washington State in the points. You're going to take the points? Yeah. Right. I, it's a rivalry game. I think game. I'm going to go with the Huskies and, 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 and give the points, I think. I think I'm going to give the 16 and a half and take, and take the Huskies. I really, really like, like this Huskies team. Um, I'm, I'm, you know – Penix Jr.'s done a great job out there after leaving, transferring from Indiana now in second year. Um, I'm excited to see them have a chance to maybe play in the college football playoff if that happens. But um, we'll see what happens. But I'm going to take Washington State. I mean, yeah, I am Washington. I mean, I am pretty good at Washington. I'm going to take the points, though. Give the points. All right. Yeah. So the next game is Florida State at Florida. I put this on there because Florida State has a shot to stay undefeated and get to the AFC or ACC championship game. You know, if they can you do started, that. You started you start to say the AFC. You started to say the AFC championship. You started to say AFC championship. I, I did. I don't know. I don't know why, but yeah, ACC championship game. Yeah. Um, I like FSU in this game. Um, the spread Florida is six State and a half. is a six and a half point favorite. And ironically, I think, I think both of these teams are going to be 
I think a lot of this, though, is because Jordan Travis is out. Um, this is a this is a tough break for Florida State towards the end of the year. You know, they're they're doing really well. Everything's happening for them, and all of a sudden, boom, your quarterback goes down, and and now you gotta you gotta play with some emotion, play with some fire because you, your leader's gone. Um, Florida has Florida actually should have won last week um against um Missouri on the road if it wasn't for a if it wasn't for a fourth and what was it 18 maybe 16 they win that game um so if I'm Florida State I'll be very careful in this game um because that six and a half spread ain't there for nothing um, it's at it's at the swamp Florida's going to play with some boosts, with some energy. Um, they're playing for a bowl game. Um, FSU is playing for the chance to go to a championship game, playoff. Um, this might be, to me, this might be the best game of the weekend. To be honest, if we're being if we're being frank about it. So, but give me FSU. But I'm going to take Florida in the points. It's a it's a big rivalry game. Okay. If you're taking Florida, I'm going to be the opposite. There's only two of us here, so got to have a little fun. Like I said, I'll take Florida State in the six and a half. It, it is in the swamp. It does. They're playing without their quarterback, so I mean, it is quite iffy on this. But I really like this FSU team. I'm not big on Florida. Um. If they were to lose this game, they will finish exactly where I thought they would finish this year, Five and seven. which is not good. Five and seven. Um, so I'm going to take FSU in this game. And then the last college football game we're going to talk about is Iowa State goes to Kansas State. Kansas State still has a shot to play in the Big 12 championship game. Um, there's three teams tied, but Kansas State is a 10-point Favorite on DraftKings versus Iowa State. You know, if they win. There's three teams. I'm not sure. I know that Oklahoma State beat Kansas State, so they would have a tiebreaker on them, I think. And Oklahoma State also beat Oklahoma. So I think Oklahoma State has the tiebreaker, I believe. I want, I, for me, 10 points is a lot to cover in this game. Um, but I like Kansas State at home just just because of the mere – Kansas State at home because of the mere fact they're averaging 45 points per game at home and they're only averaging 29.4 on the road. So their home and, and away splits are completely different. They play so much better at home. Um, this is senior day. Um, if this game were in Ames, I could see this game being differently. But it's, it's in Manhattan. Um, I like Kansas State to cover this spread and win this game on senior day. Yeah, that's. I think that's where I'm going to go to. I, I kind of liked this Iowa State team <clears throat> throughout the year. I thought they improved a lot from last year. However, Kansas State's been playing pretty decent ball lately, and, you know, like I said, they're, they're, they're tied for second place in the Big 12. 
with Oklahoma and and Oklahoma State. I believe Oklahoma State has the tiebreaker if they win, but Kansas State is right there, so I put them on here because they do have a shot at finishing second and playing in the Big 12 championship game. So mm-hmm. give me Kansas State in this game, and I'll give the 10. All right, so real quick, bonus. This is a bonus one. We'll throw this one in because this game is going to be starting here pretty quick. Marquette and mm-hmm. Kansas plays tonight. Number four versus number one. They're playing right now in just a few minutes. Um in the Maui Invitational in Honolulu, Hawaii tonight. And, you know, this is a big-time matchup. Dwayne Wade's Mm going to be on the sideline. He was Mm -hmm. there last night for the Marquette win over UCLA. He'll be there again tonight cheering on his team. The only time that they have ever beaten a number one team, guys, was 2003 when they beat Kentucky in the Elite Eight. And Dwayne Wade was the star. Yeah. And he's going to be there against a number one team tonight in the stands. So, courtside, actually. I, I'm going to be fine. four-point favorite tonight. What do you think? I like Kansas in this you game. I like, the, John, I like the experience. What's going on? Somebody's fighting in the comments. I don't know. They're arguing or whatever. But um, anyways, 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 Kansas, I think, wins this game. Um, I like the experience with Hunter Hunter Dickinson. Um, I think, you know, they're, they're really good at three. They're good on the glass. Um, Marquette's really good, too, offensively. But I think, to me, the experience with Kansas wins out in this game, and I think they cover the four points. Um, but this but this should be one of the – this should be as good as Purdue and Tennessee. So, um, it's going to be a fun game. So, if you if you like late-night football oh, – uh, late-night football. If you like late-night basketball, this is, your, this is your night to stay up and watch basketball. Because this is going to be a fun matchup. Jonathan Garrison says he's going with Kansas in the four. You said Kansas in the four. I think that's what I'm going to do is take Kansas in the four as well. And you're right. Wade did scorch us that night. That was 2003. It's the only time they beat number one. That's the reason why I brought that up. Uh, and he's going to be there tonight. So. That, that was just a little bit of a bonus. I wanted to throw that one in if we got to it in time before well, the game started. And as we so, speak, and as we speak right now. I threw now, that one in there. Um, I'm trying to find the scores. Um, Purdue is leading Tennessee with 10 minutes to go, 48 to 42. So um, a little update there for you. Yeah. All right. So I've got a couple of Wednesday night games. These are games in the uh, battle for Atlantis. 
that we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And I do have spreads on these games for the Wednesday night games. We got Texas Tech playing in the Bahamas against Villanova. Villanova mm -hmm. is a three-point favorite in this game. Who do you think wins in this one? Well, you know, Villanova got their wake-up call last week against um, Penn. Texas Tech really hasn't been tested yet, um, but they refocused the other night. They dominated Maryland. Maryland's not playing really good basketball right now. Um, so No, they're not. It's it's They won tonight, but they beat UMBC, which – um, it was a cupcake, but at the end of the day, they're still they're still struggling at times. But on to Tech. Tech has a good defense. Um, the biggest thing with Tech is their offense is ranked 127th in the country. Um, I think they're going to score. They're going to have a hard time scoring on this Villanova um, defense, which Villanova has a really good team this year, and I think that will be the difference. Justin Moore is one of the better players in the country. Um, he's been a starter for Villanova over the last four years. I love Justin Moore and the way he plays the game. So give me Villanova, um, and, and I'm taking them to cover tomorrow. All right. And I will say this. I think this. I'm going to take Villanova in this game. They got, they got well, another player. They got another um, guy, Eric Dixon. Eric Dixon's really good, so. That's another guy that they have in, in, in the middle there that's that's tough. So Jonathan, we're gonna cover a whole lot of college basketball throughout this year. So tune in and 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 be on with us. We'd love to have you around and we'll we'll, we'll put you up and and uh, yeah, I think Villanova, I, Texas Tech is not as good as what they were a few years back. Mm -mm. But they do still have a good defense. They're a good defensive team. But I think I'm going to take Nova in this game and take the three points as well. And then also tomorrow night in the Bahamas, we have Memphis is a one-point favorite versus Michigan. And I think this is going to be a really good game tomorrow night as well. It is. You got Penny going against Dewan. Well, I, and, and I'll say this. The, the top five scorers for Michigan, they can all shoot the ball from, oh. from deep. Um, Doug McDaniel is one of the better guards in the country. Um, but they space the floor really good. Good. They 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 kick off out opportunities. They 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 do things. They kind of remind me of the Kentucky team a little bit this year. The way they the way they operate on offense. Um, Memphis has four scores, I think, that are transfers. Um, Michigan to me has more chemistry on this team. Um, you know, I know they lost to Long Beach State, but this game will make them refocus. I think and and get get down to the Bahamas and, and figure things out. And I think they'll look good during this um, tournament. I think there's opportunity then for win, to win this tournament. Um, and there's a good opportunity and chance for them to play Arkansas in the second round, which will be an interesting game if they get that far. Um, if Arkansas can get by Stanford. You got to win this one first. You, you do. I agree. But um, I think 
if we're being honest, though, I think Michigan has a tougher opponent than Arkansas does. Stanford's not not as good as everybody. I mean, they're going to be good, but they're not top level good at the moment. But um, Michigan needs to just drive with the guards, um, hit some shots, and I think they win this one um, pretty pretty easily. I, but I think they will um, cover this game, which it should be a fun game to watch, anyways. Because anytime you got Penny Hardaway and uh, well, if you're going to take Michigan, you've got to do some opposite. I got to do some opposite with you sometimes. I really do think that this Michigan team is a lot better than the last couple of years. Um, it seems like, but I'm not sold on Howard as a coach yet. Of course, I'm not really sold on Penny either, but. I think Penny's a little bit further along than Howard, if you ask me. Yeah. So I'm going to take Memphis in this one. All right. Thursday night, I've got a few games here as well. Penn State takes on Texas A&M. This is in the ESPN event invitational. There's three games here on Thursday night that I have for that. This is a holiday tournament as well. Mm -hmm. And this starts Thursday night. These games are going to be a Thanksgiving night special. Yeah, I think this is we're gonna have the the I think this is the ESPN uh the the big one. It is the event the Vince Invitational. So event. Invitational, yeah, that's what it is. ESPN event mm-hmm. invitational. It's Penn State versus Texas A and M. Now I don't have point spreads because DraftKings does not have their point spread up yet on these last games. I'll say this in terms of this game. Oh, they didn't. Hurt. Um, you know, this is a this is a rematch from last year's NCAA tournament game. Um, Penn State beat them last year in the tournament. Got um, and they're four zero. They just, they just didn't beat them. They, they weather whipped them in the tournament. And many didn't expect Texas A&M yeah. to lose like that. So I think this is a revenge game for Texas A&M and for Wade Taylor and company. Um, I think Wade Taylor and company would be too much um, Thursday. I think Penn State is, you know, where they lost their coach, Strewberry, to Notre Dame. It's going to take them a little bit to, to figure out where, where they're at. Um, but I think Buzz Williams is one of the – most underrated coaches in the country. And I think he takes care of business on Thursday night and they win. They move on to the, I guess it's the quarterfinals, maybe semifinals. I say it's the quarterfinals, I guess. So give me, give me Buzz Williams. Opening night of the tournament. Yeah. Give me Buzz Williams and the sweat man. I call him the sweat man. I'm going to take Texas A&M. I'm going to take Texas A&M in this game as well. I know Penn State had a good run last year and beat them. He he gets drenched yeah, in those seats. Yeah, I got you. But but I but I'm going to take Texas A&M. I think they just have a good team, and I expect them to show out in this tournament. So then the next game in this tournament Thursday night is Florida Atlantic, who got beat last night versus Butler. This is that same tournament, ESPN event, Invitational. 
Uh, I just don't know what we're what we're having with this FI, FAU team so far. Um, you know, I think some of it has a lot to do with the fact that I don't think they're used to this success. And, you know, they, they had the Final Four team last year which they had a really good team last year, but when when you first come out like that in that kind of instance and then you get picked picked to what? Start this year 10th. Sometimes that can put a lot of pressure on a team, on a young team like that. And I think that's what's happening right now with them. I think they'll figure it out, which they got, what, four or five starters back from, from uh, the team last year, which they'll be fine once they get going They got forward. all five. They got all they got five all five. Starters back. Um, I I want to pick Butler in this game, but after the way FAU won or way FAU lost the other night, I think they bounce back and they win this game against Butler. Um, I like FAU in this one. That's where I'm going to go to. I believe. I think that's where I'm going to go to. Is I just. After them losing the other night, I think they, they're going to bounce back in this game and take mm-hmm. Butler down. So give me FAU. Um, and then the big showdown Thursday night in this event is Arizona versus Michigan State. And I'll say this. Tom Izzo will line them up and play with anybody every single night. Like his – he. He plays everybody. He's already played Butler. He's played Duke. He's played, I mean, <clears throat> who else did they play? They played uh, somebody else. I can't remember now, but they'll line up and play anybody. Now they're James playing Mad- Arizona. No. Duke, I think, maybe, wasn't it? James Madison or somebody? Yeah. 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 Um, I'll be honest with you right now. Um, I really like Arizona. Um, I think this is going to be a challenge for Michigan State, especially you know, Arizona's size in the middle. Arizona has a lot of big, big, a lot of meat in the in the grind in the middle of the paint, and I think that's just going to be too much. And, and if you have to depend on Malik Hall. And you know the 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 little guard I can't think of his name um, Tyson Walker. It's going to be a long afternoon for Arizona or for Michigan State. They they have got to find somebody beyond those two to to step up in the Atkins maybe um, the big man in the middle. They just got to find somebody beyond those two. And, and the three point shooting is what's really bothering me with them. Um, they're not shooting very well from the arc, from the three-point range. They're going to have to figure it out because if they don't do that, I'll, I'll be honest with you, this could be a blowout um, right. by Arizona. Arizona is a legit national title contender. Now, Arizona's a great that, team. So. Is, that to, is that to say Michigan State won't be? No, because as we all know, Tom Izzo, he, he's, he's the prophet in February and March. He knows how to get his teams 
prepared to play, especially the goes along, he gets them better. They get better yeah. as the season goes. But right now, if yeah. I had to pick, he does. I I give the edge to Arizona. I'm kind of a Michigan State fan. I'm a big Magic Johnson fan. I grew up, you know, in that era a long time ago, you know, when right after, you know, he left and and, and stuff. So um, if I had to pick a second team, it would be Michigan State. And I don't say that a whole lot, but that's the truth. Um and it's hard for me to go against them, but I really think Arizona is the better team here. Michigan State mm-hmm. has not looked good. They have not shot good. And until they turn that around, I think Arizona gets them um, Thursday night in this game. And then the last game I'm going to talk about, and this is a Friday night game, um, and I, this is in something, but I'm not exactly sure. I can't remember exactly which one this is in. But it's Alabama versus Ohio State. This is not football, ladies and gentlemen. Nope. No, this is this is college basketball Friday night, Alabama versus Ohio State. Basketball. Basketball, yep. Um, I like Alabama in this game. Man, Alabama, they're whew. They're playing some good basketball right now. They're, I think they're averaging like 90-something points a game. Um, Grant Miller is absolutely putting on a show right now. He He's a stud. and He's going to be a stud Grant in the Nelson. SEC. Grant Nelson, I'm sorry, not Grant Miller. Grant Nelson. And this yeah. is going to be a fun team to watch, Alabama. Um, you know, I like Alabama in this game. But Ohio State, to me, what they're going to try to do, they're going to try to muck this game up and play, grind it out. Um, I I like this Ohio State team. I think they'll get better as the year goes. But right now, I just – I like this Alabama team and their offense, the way they spread the ball and move the ball around. Um, Ohio State's going to try their best to to make this an ugly game because that's just just the style that Chris Holtzman plays. Um, sometimes he likes to run, and then sometimes he likes just to grind it out. But give me Alabama. I think they win this game. Um, if this was later in the year, I might could say maybe Ohio State will be a little bit better. But right now, Alabama is just a better team right now. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think Alabama is probably the better team. And Jerry said the same thing. So, I mean, I'm going to agree with you all on this one and, and go with Bama here. Um, I just I just think Gretton Nelson is playing really some good ball, and Nate Oates is a really good coach. And, I, you know, mm-hmm. give me Alabama in this one. So, and that concludes all the games that I have. I did throw a bonus one in for tonight. Um Speaking of the games for tonight, Tennessee and Purdue are tied 61 all with four minutes and 18 seconds to go, according to what I got here. I am get me out of here so I can go watch it. Get me out of here so I go watch it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just, there's, I just there's a little know. bit left in this game. Um, 
But uh, so we usually do locks and upsets, but because we've kind of combined this, we will skip that this week and get back to it next week. Um, our next our next show is actually going to be Sunday night. We'll do Sunday afternoon. Sorry, three o'clock. We will do the weekend wrap up show at 3 p.m. Central Time, and we will talk about a lot of these games. Pay attention to college basketball the next few days. I mean, the Maui's got great games going on. The Battle for Atlantis is going to have great games going on. ESPN and Events Invitational Invitational's going on in a couple of days. The NIT tip-off is going to be going on in a couple of days as well. Um, I mean, there is just some really, really great games, and I couldn't put all these in here because it takes winners, and you got to have winners, and we don't know the matchups and everything yet. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to pick some of these games, but we don't know the matchups yet of all these so games. We, we, I got a question for you. Since, since it's actually since it's actually Thanksgiving, and you love Thanksgiving, what's your favorite side dish for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Well, if you want to throw something in just real quick, give me a tuck. Let's do a pick six and do a pick six, six dishes, six things that you want to eat on Thanksgiving. Mine is turkey, dressing, um, broccoli casserole. Um, I like green bean casserole. And then you got to have the rolls. That's five. And then um, just to add a little bit on that, I want mashed potatoes. And then for the desserts, I got to have my pecan pie. My pecan pie, if I don't get my pecan pie, I'm not happy, man. Like, pecan mm -hmm. pie is my thing. <laughs> See, I got to have two. So, I mean, to me, you got to have turkey and you got to have dressing. I mean – you got to have them too. It's Thanksgiving. That's just the mainstays. You got to have those. I really like corn pudding. I, that's one of my favorites. You're talking about a side dish. Yeah. I really like corn pudding. Like corn pudding, something that that you don't see everywhere, but mm -hmm. it's one of my favorites. I always enjoy it when I when I see corn pudding. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm going to say that, and I, I'm going to say green beans is probably um, up there for me as well as far as a side dish. Mm. And then if I'm just picking six, I'm going pecan pie and pumpkin pie. I got to have both. I'm a both guy. <laughs> I want a piece of both. Yeah, both. I'm going to – I'm going right after I eat – I'm going to get one of them, probably pumpkin pie, and I'm going to load up the, the Cool Whip. And then an hour or two later, I'm going to go back and get me a huge piece of good well, homemade pecan pie. And oh, in the middle of all that, in the middle of all that, work. you're watching football, and then football. all the basketball <laughs> and the basketball games going on. And then yep. between that, you like to have a nap.
Everybody likes to have a nap. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I usually hang out with dad and we watch football. Um, you know, my biggest, you know, my biggest, if we're you know, there a little bit later, part, we'll watch some basketball. You know, my biggest part of the week of this week is I love Thanksgiving, but I just love some of the videos that come out on Black Friday where they're running over people with shopping carts and they're trying to attack people over a toy. <laughs> it gets out of control, man. Like, come on now. <laughs> so there's Josh Hartz. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. We appreciate you guys being on with us. I just want to say happy Thanksgiving and hope you guys enjoy food and family and football and basketball with some of these games that we're we've been talking about. And we will see you guys on Sunday. So appreciate you guys being with us. Y'all have a good night. Have a good one.